Kiddushin Dafayin. The last thing we were discussing was the different lineages that came out of Babel with Ezra. We said the Kohanim Leviim and Israelim. We couldn't find a Levi that was fit to work in the Beit Hamikdash. We saw the Halalim, the Gerim, and the freed slaves all came. Halalim, because there was Kohanim who couldn't uh, support any of the proper documents that they're kosher Kohanim. The converts and the freed slave, because the Pasuk says anyone who separated themselves from the Tum'ah of the Goyim came with with uh, Ezra from Babel, and that's uh, the freed slaves and uh, the converts. And with that, we're going to start Ayin Amud Aleph, second line in, where it says Mamzere. Another group that came with Ezra was Mamzerim. Mamzerim are people who their parents were in a uh, illegitimate relationship. It was a relationship that Torah says if anyone was together, they get karet, like a family member, an eshet, eshet, things like that. Ezra took them out of Babel also. And the Gemara asks, Menalan, how do we know that Ezra took them? So the Gemara starts with the Pasuk, Uchtiv, and then it says, Kirabim Bihuda Baaleshibualo. A lot of people in Yehuda are sworn off to him. Kihatanhu Lishhanya bin Arah, because this Tobiahu was Ibid, he was a Hatan to Shekhanya bin Arah. He was a son in law and he to a Jew. Vihohanan Beno Lakah et Bat Meshulam bin Birahya and Tobiah's son also married. Uh, the daughter of Meshulam bin Berachiah, who was Jewish also. So you see that slaves married within Israel. And Kasabar and the Tanav Mishnah held, Obed Kochavim, Ve'avid Ha'ba'al, Bat Yisrael Ha'valad Mamzer. That if a goy or a, or a slave was with a Jewish girl, the child as a result is a Mamzer. Now the Gemara says, Hani Ha'leman De'amar Ha'valad Mamzer. Okay, that works great with the rabbi who holds that the child is a Mamzer. According to the rabbis who hold that the child is kosher, what are they going to say? And here's another question. Who said he had children from these wives? Maybe he didn't have wives. Here's another question. Who said that they had in Babel? And then they went with Ezra itself. Maybe they were always in Eretz Israel and they didn't come with Ezra. Rather, we're going to learn from a different pasuk that Mamzerim came with Ezra. The following people came from all these places. And they couldn't tell anything about their lineage or who their parents came from. It's people who their actions are like the actions of Sedom which uh, ended up being a pile of salt. So that's why they're called pile of salt. And that's what we mean when we say Mamzerim came out of Babel, because their actions were like Sedom. Tel Harsha, Zeshekore Abave Imo Meshatkato. Harsha is the language of can't hear. Those are the Shitukis where there's the, all those children who we didn't know who the father was, where the, the kid is calling daddy and mommy's telling him to be quiet. That's Tel Harsha. And all the people who couldn't tell if their fathers or Zaram, meaning where they come from, meaning their mothers, if they're even Jewish. These are all the people who were gathered from the market. We don't know who their parents were. And they're, and they're called Asufim. 
Now it says, Kerub Adon ve'imer in the Pasuk. Amar Biabhu Amar Adon. Hashem said, Ani Amati Yisrael Lefanai Hashuvim Kichrub. I wanted B'nai Israel to be important to me like an angel. Kerub is like one of the angels. V'hem samuats mamkinamir. But they put themselves like a leopard. A leopard doesn't care who its mate is. They're always uh, switching mates. And that's what B'nai Israel ended up being. Some explained that Rabbi Abhu was mefarish to pasuk as follows: Even though Bnei Israel made themselves like a leopard who doesn't care who it's made is still hein hashuvim lefanai kichrub. Still, Bnei Israel are important to me like an angel. And Amar Baba Barhana Kolanu Se Isha Sheinahu Genetlo. Anyone who marries a woman who that is not befitting for him. It's like you plowed the entire world and you salted it, meaning you can't uh, plant anything anymore. And the Gemara will soon explain what does that mean, a woman that's not befitting him. And anyone who marries a woman for money purposes will have children that are not good. They rebelled against Hashem and they had children that were strangers. The children that come as a result of that marriage are considered uh, pasul because you married her for money. Maybe you're going to say that the money is there. Maybe you're going to say that the money stays, it gets saved. Within a month, the money gets eaten. Maybe you want to say that his part, which he's supposed to get, but not her part, meaning at least her stuff is not going to get lost. Both his and her money is gone. Maybe the money is going to get lost after a long time. Only after a month. Now, how do you understand from the word Chodesh? You see that the month goes in, month goes out, and the money is gone. Meaning, a person's thinking he's going to marry the sheriff for the money, and then the money is going to go very quickly. Anyone who marries a woman that is not befitting them, Eliyahu Kofto, Eliyahu and Navi ties him up, in all these cases, when a person marries a woman that's not befitting, Eliyahu writes and the Kadosh Baruch Hu signs on the following, to the person who invalidates his lineage, and he wounds his family, and a person who marries a woman that's not befitting to him. Eliyahu kofto v'kadosh baruch hu rutz'o. And Eliyahu ties him up, v'kadosh baruch hu hits him. V'chol ha-posel. And anyone who disgraces other people by talking about their lineage, you should just know he's a pasul. He himself is invalid. V'enom daber b'shivcha le'olam. And he's never going to talk nice about people. V'amar Shmuel. And Shmuel says usually when a person disgraces other people, it's usually b'mumo posel. He usually uh, disgraces people with whatever is wrong with them. So if he's telling people they're mamzerim, he's probably a mamzer. And the Gemara tells us a story. There was a man from Nehar Da'ad. He went to the slaughterhouse of Pumpadita, Amar Lehu, and he told them, give me meat. 
אמרו לה, ניתן את אותו וייט, עד השקיל לשמאי דעבודה בר יחזקאל, wait until we give to the שמש, to the servant of יהודה בר יחזקאל, ונתיב לכנן מול גביהו. אמר, מן יהודה בר שוויסקאל דקדים לי דשקל מן קמאי. Who's this Yehuda, the son of Shviskael? Instead of saying Yehuskael, he made fun of him, he said Shviskael. As if he eats a lot of meat, he's one of those type of people. And he goes ahead of me, he takes him before me. As Lu Amru, the leader of Yehuda, they went and they told of Yehuda that he spoke not nicely. So he put him in Harem. When someone talks disrespectfully to Rabbi, that's what happens. אמרו, they told רב יהודה, רגיל דקרא אינשי עבדה, this person likes to call the people slaves. אחריז עלה דעבדהו, רב יהודה announced on this person that he's a slave. Why? Because if that's what he's telling other people, that's probably what he is. אזלה הוא אזמנה לדינה לקמד רב נחמן. So that person got upset and he brought רב יהודה to דין תורה in front of רב נחמן in נהר דעה, that's his town. So הייתה פתקה דהזמנה. He brought a, a letter serving Rav Yehuda to the Betin in Nehardi'ah. So, Azal Rav Yehuda lekamed Rav Huna. So, Rav Yehuda went to uh, Rav Huna, asked him, should I go to Rav Nachman or not? Amar le, ezil or lo, ezil, should I go or not? Amar le, mezal lo mibayel lach lemezal. Really, alpidin, you don't have to go, mishum de gavar alabaat, because you're a bigger tamid hacham than him. Ela mishum yekarad de benesi'ah kumzil, but out of respect, to the family of the Nasir, of Nahman is married to the daughter of Nasir. Okay, go, Kumzil, go there. So Atashkahede Ka'avid Ma'akeh, Rav Yudah went to Rav Nahman's house. He found that Rav Nahman was making a fence around his roof. Amar Leh, and Rav Yudah told Rav Nahman, Lo Savala Mor, Rabbi, don't you hold Lehade Amar Rav Huna Bar Eidi Amar Shmuel? Kevan Shinitmana Adam Panas Al-Tzibur Asur Ba'asiyat Melacha Bifnei Shalosha. Once a person is in a position uh, over the public, he is not allowed to do work in front of three people. I'm doing a little small fence. That's not a problem with making a, uh, with a, doing melacha in front of people. So now Rav Yuda, again, Rav Yuda over here now is trying to find something wrong with Rav Nachman. You know I'm greater than you. If you're inviting me to Betin, you have to be careful. So now the fact that he used the word Gundrita for offense, so he tells him, Amar Lerav Yudah tells Rav Lachman, Misaniya Ma'akeh Dekhtiv Boraita O Mechitza De'amur Abanan. What's your problem with the word Ma'akeh that the Torah uses or with the word Mechitza that the rabbis use in the Mishnah and the Gemara? Why are you using this Gundrita word? So Amar Lerav Nachman told Rav Yudah, Okay, Yativ Mor Akarpita. Okay, please sit down on the bench. Amar le, so now Rav Yehuda again tells Rav Nachman, Umi misani safsel da amur abanu, but you don't like the words of sal that the rabbis use, o itztaba da amrein she, or the word itztaba that people usually will use, you want to start using words like akarpita. And Amar le, Rav Nachman told Rav Yehuda, lechol mor etrunga, please eat an etrog. Amar le, hachi amar Shmuel, this is what Shmuel said, kola omer etrunga, tilta bermut ruha, anyone who says the word etrunga instead of etrog, it's because a third of your spirit, a third of your personality is hori. You have gaava. Because o etroke de kayurabanan, either say etrog like rabbi say, o etroga de amre inche, or like people say etroga, but where is this etrunga from? So amar le lishtemor anbaga. So then in the conversation of the Haman tells Rabbi Yudah, okay, drink a, a anbagab, and that's a cup the size of Revi'it. 
you don't like the language that Rabbanan called this uh, this cup espargus or unpack the rinche or what people like to say unpack. tashkinan. So Rav Nachman said, "Okay, let my let my daughter named Donag come and give us uh, the drink." We don't use a woman. So, but Rav Nachman told him, "Ktanai, she's a young girl." And Rav Yudas said, "Beferush, Amar Shmuel, Ein Mishtamshim Beisha Klal Ben Gedola Ben Ktana. You're not allowed to use a woman at all. Period. Whether she's a Gedola or Ktana." Okay, Rav Nachman tells Rav Yudas, "Neshadar leMor Shelama leAlta." Would you like to send regards to my wife Yalta? Amar Le Rav Yudas told him, "Hachi Amar Shmuel Kol Beisha Erva." A voice in a woman is a irva, and if I send regard, she's going to say hello. I'm going to hear her voice. If shar al yidesh aliyah, so Rav Nachman told me, okay, you could do it with the messenger. I'll, I'll do it, and she'll send back with the messenger. This is what Shmuel told me. And shorim b'shlomisha, we don't send regards to a woman because it might bring them close to each other. So Rav Nachman told him, but al yidesh okay, I'll be the the, the in between person. I'm her husband. Amar le hachi amashmuel and shorim b'shlomisha kelal. Shmuel told me we don't send regards at all. Shalhale de bithu, share le tigre. Rav Nachman's wife uh, sent Rav Nachman, listen, um, get this guy out of here. So he doesn't make you out to be an amaaretz. Meaning whatever you're saying, he's contradicting you and that's hurting you. You're not going to look good out of this. So Amale, so Rav Nachman tells Rav Yudah, Ma shayta de Why are you here? Amale, taskad de hazmanuta shadar mor abatrai. You sent, you served me papers. You sent uh, me an invitation to come to Betin. Amale, hashta shuta de mor lo gamirna taskad de hazmanuta meshadana de mor. Rav Nachman said, How could I? How could I be that I invited you to Betin? If I don't understand the way you talk, how, how is it that I'm inviting you to Betin? So Ravi Uda sent out the letter that he's been served from his, from inside his suit, from his chest area. Ravi Uda said, here's the person that you invited to Betin and here's the invitation. Once you're already here, Listen, once you hear, let's discuss this. So this way, uh, people don't say that we're trying to flatter one another. Rabbis stick up for one another. So, so he told Rav Yudah, Why'd you put him in Harim? So Rav Yudah told him, Because he bothered my messenger. I sent the person to buy something for me, and this person uh, was hurting him. He talked not nice. Benagde more. So once you give, once you give him a quote, the Rav Mangid Alman dem Tzayish Luchader Abanan because by us Rav he gives makot whoever bothers the servant of the the Hachamim the Adif Mine Avdele. So Ravida told I I did worse than when I put him in Harem is much worse than giving him a quote. So Rav Nachman again asked Ravida, my Tamach is more other than Avda. Why did you call him an Avid? Because he goes around calling people Avadim Vitane, and we have a bright head, says, Kola Posel, Pasul, Venom, Daber, Bishif, Hala, Olam, Vamashmuel, Bimumo Posel. We have a bright head, anyone who invalidates people, he himself is invalid, and he never talks good about people. And Shmuel explained on that bright that usually invalidates people with what makes him invalid. So if he's going around calling people Avadim, he's probably an Avid. 
So again, Rav Nachman asked him, Okay, maybe when Shmuel said it, okay, we have to suspect it. Did Shmuel really say that you have to go around announcing it to people? In the meantime, all this is going on, that person who is uh, plaintiff, the person who complained about him, it came there, and and that plaintiff said to Rav Yudah, how could you call me Na'evid? I come from the Hashmonai family, that I come from kings, I have a strong lineage. Amale, Rav Yudah told him, Hachi Amar Shmuel, Kolda Amar Medebet Hashmonai Katina Avdahu, anyone who says he comes from the Hashmonai family, he's a slave. As we're going to learn that Hordus, who was a slave, rebelled against the Hashmonai family, he took over, he became king, called himself from the Hashmonai family, and uh, obviously anyone who claims they're from that family all starts from an Ivid. So you see, he's an Ivid. Amale, Rav Nachman told him, don't you hold to what Rav Abba said in the name of Rav Kotamit Hacham Shimore Halacha Uba? Any Tamit Hacham who's giving out a Halacha, who's talking out a Halacha, Im Kodem Asa Amarafi said the Halacha before a story happened. Shomino, we listened to him. Ve'im Lav, and if he never said it before, only now after a story happened, he's saying it. And Shomino, we don't listen to him. And you only brought this up. After this whole story, he also heard this from Shmuel, and he could testify that Shmuel also said it. And Rav Matna wasn't in Hada'a for 12 years. That day, he showed up in Hada'a. Rav Yudah told Rav Matna, do you remember what Shmuel said when he had one foot on the bank of the river and the other one on on the bridge? So Rav Matna told Yehuda, of course I remember. This is what Shmuel said. Anyone who says they come from Hashmonai family, he's an Ived. Because the only thing that was left from the entire family was one young girl, the Salkalegra. She went up to the roof, and she she raised her voice and said, Anyone who says they come from the Hashmonai family, he's a slave, and she jumped from the roof and she died, meaning Hordus killed everyone. So you had Rav Matna, you have Rav Yudah, both testifying in the name of Shmuel. So uh, they announced about this person that he's a slave. And Ahu Yoma, that they called the Menaivid, Ikaran Kama Ketubata bin Hadi'a. A lot of Ketubot uh, were ripped up in Hadi'a. People found out that from that family they were they were considered slaves. So anyone who was married there, it was considered a mistaken marriage, and a lot of Ketubot were ripped. It was a megahtaut, ki in kanafik, nafke, abatre, lemirgeme. Now, one of Yudah left Nehardea, people went after him to stone him. Amaleur, Rav Yudah turned to him and said, Ishatiku, Shatiku, if you're quiet, good.
ואילו, הנפנת מגלינה אלייכו, אחד אמר שמואל, what שמואל said, I'll tell, I'll tell everyone what שמואל said, תרתה זרעייתה איכא בן הדעדש, two families in הדעה חדה מקריה דבי יונה, וחדה מקריה דבי עורב די, one of them is uh, the children of the Yonah, and the other one is the children of, uh, the, uh, of the raven, the crow, one, meaning one is kosher, one is pasul, v'simanach tameh tameh tahor tahor. And the way to find out which one, uh, which one it is, to remember which one it is, the Yonah is kasher, that family is kasher, the one that's after the orev is uh, not kosher. So after Yudah mentioned that, shadyol lehur igma medayu, everyone dropped the stones that they had, v'kam atumah, all of a sudden, everyone dropped their stone in the river, and the, the water got blocked. And I, I guess there were so many, so many stones that the, the water couldn't pass through in that river of the king. And Lichora, by the way, the Masha asks, didn't he just mention who these families are? So the Masha explains, he just mentioned that there's two families, Rabinan and Ravashi, when they wrote the Gemara, the Gemara years later, they actually wrote the names. And here's another story, Machriz Rav Yehuda B'Pumpadita, Rav Yehuda would announce in Pumpadita, Ada Yonatan, Abdeh, these two people, Ada and Yonatan, are slaves, you know how to marry them, Yehuda Bar Papa Mamzera, Biti Bar Tovya, this guy, Bati Bartuvia, he's a slave, but he was uh, so hot, he had such a gava, he didn't want to go get the emancipation document from his master, so therefore he's still considered a slave. So Machriz Rabbah Mechuzah, Rabbah would announce in Mechuzah, Balae, Danae, Talae, Malae, Zagae, all these are different uh, families, different different places. Kulam live so these families are all pasul. Amar of Yehuda, Gobai, the family that of the Gobai, they really give onae, they really give onim. Durnudnita, that family is short for Durae Netinae. They come from the village of the Netinim. They're no good either. And Amar of Yosef, Hai Bekube de Pumpadita. This area, Bekube, that's near Pumpadita. Kulama de Avde. They're all slaves over there. They're all pasul. Don't get married to anyone there. Amar of Yuda, Mashimuel, Arba Meot Avadim. Ve'amrida Arbat Alafim Avadim. Hayul Lefashur ben Imer. There was either 400 slaves, and some say it was 4,000 slaves. To uh, this person called Fashkor ben Imer, and all them got mixed up with uh, Kohanim, meaning they were all eating uh, teruma because they were the slaves of the Kohen, and the people thought they were Kohanim, they married Kohanim. And you should just know, any Kohen who is a hoardy, who is very brazen in, in, in our days, he's probably from them, he's probably really a slave, and he's passed from being a Kohen. And Amar Abaye Kulehu, all those families of slaves, they're all by this place called uh, either Shura, some say it's Surya of Neha held that if you see a brazen Kohen, don't think about him that he's Pasul Shneemar, Kimribe Kohen. It says about Bene Israel that we fight like Kohanim. Meaning Kohanim are very uh, tough and stubborn uh, people. So don't think that their Pasul really could go either way. And Amar Rabbi Abin Bar Ravada Amar Rav Kol Anosei Isha Sheena Hogenet Lo Anyone Who Marries a Wife Not Befitting for Him Kshakalosh Baruch Hu Masher Shechinato 
when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to put his Shekhinah, meaning when he builds the Beit HaMikdash, Ma'id al-Kol Shevatim ve'en Ma'id alav. Hashem is going to testify on, every, on all the Shevatim, not his. Sh'neemah Shivtei Ya'idut Le'Yisrael. Ematai Hevei'idut Le'Yisrael. When is there a testimony to Bnei Yisrael? Bizman Shevatim Shivtei When the Shevatim are actually the Shevatim of Hashem, meaning when they took care of themselves as if they belonged to Hashem and they married the proper woman, then it's Shivtei Ya. And Amar of Hama Berebi Hanina, Shakosh Baruchu, Mashesh Shekhina, To, and Hashem inputs a Shekhina, and builds a bit of Mikdash, and Mashre Ela al Mishpahot, Mihasot Shabisel. He will only put it on the families of complete Israel. Shenemar Baeta, he neum Hashem, Eheel, Elohim, Lechol Mishpahot, Israel. Lechol Israel, no name. It doesn't say Lechol Israel, Ela Lechol Mishpahot. It says to the families, meaning only the, the, the complete and, and, and Mihas families. And the Gemara continues, it says, and Ben Israel will be for me a nation. Israel have one up over the converts. It says Hashem will be their God and they will be his nation. But by the converts, it says, it says first that they'll be his nation and then he'll be their God. Meaning with Bnei Israel, Hashem will be their God and then he'll bring them closer to him. By the Goy, by the Gerim, he waits till they come close to him before he comes to them. And Amar Kashim Gerim The converts are very hard for Bnei Israel as if they're Tzara'at. Rashi explains because they don't do the mitzvot and then Israel follow them and then they learn from them. He says the word uh, So you see the gerim are like the tzara'at. Now that's the way Rashi explains it. However, Tosfot brings different perushim. Some say that Bnei Israel are Aravim, they're guarantors to one another, and it's hard for us to guarantee uh, a ger. Another perush is because the Torah says in 24 places not to bother, not to hurt the gerim, and it's hard for Bnei Israel to follow that mitzvah and not to stumble on it, and therefore it's like a tzarat. Some say because Bnei, because of the gerim, Bnei Israel go to the galut. Hashem sends us out of the Galut so they could be uh, so we could go get all those neshamot that are hidden over there, and it's hard for the Jewish people. And the last one he brings in the name of Rabbi Avraham Hager, who explains that the Gerim take care and follow the mitzvot more than Israel, and since they're more careful, Kadosh Baruch Hu remembers how the rest of Israel don't follow the rules so well. The, the sixth explanation is from Marie, that the Gerim, you know, they get mixed up in Bnei Israel. They marry regular families, which they're allowed to, but just, we don't know which families which. And then the Shekhinah doesn't go on uh, these families. It's only on the Miuhas families, just we, but the problem is we don't know who's who. The whole outlook on Gerim is fascinating. It's uh, been a machloket over the years between the Hachamim. Very kedai to look into it. And Amar Rabbi Hamabar Haninak Shakadosh Baruchu Metaher Shevatim, 
one day in the future when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to purify the Shevatim, he's going to separate it between the Psulim and the Ksherim. First Shevet Levi gets uh, cleaned up or we figure out who's Tahor there, who's not first. So you see it says that Hashem is going to be Metahir, the family of Levi, first. And Amar Yoshua ben Levi, Kesef Metahir Mamzerim. Money purified the Mamzerim. Because of their money, they got mixed up in regular families. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not going to separate those families. Shene'emar ve'yashav metzaref umtahir kesef. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to purify it like, like, like someone purifying silver. And by the way, Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi is arguing on Rabbi Hama bar Hanina. Rabbi Hamal says Hashem is going to separate the, the, bad, the good families and the bad families. Here Rabbi Shabbat ben Levi is saying he's not. My Magishem in Habit What is that uh, final piece in the Pasuk where it says that they're going to give them in Habit Tzedakah? Marabi Yitzhak Tzedakah. Asakalosh Baruchu Amisrael. Shemishpachash Nitmehanit Ma'akalosh Baruchu Dere Tzedakah Bene Israel. That a family that got mixed up got mixed up and we don't announce it anymore. That's it. And this is a very strong halakha standard that families that already got mixed up in Beis Israel, even though someone knows something from a long time ago, or maybe this is a halashash, the menhag is to be quiet and not talk about it. And that's the way the Rambam is also posek, that in the future, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to say, okay, well, these are the better families, these are the more meyuchas families, but he's not, but Hashem is not going to say, these families are not kasher. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam, amen ve'amen.